0: What we want. Yes. Amen. We want to hear his lovely voice. Yes. And you know, when we turn to the Word of God, we read many occasions of them hearing the Word of God. Amen. Particularly tonight, we're going to a prayer meeting. This is a special prayer meeting which Jesus arranged. And do you know how many he invited? Three men. Do you know how many prayed in the meeting? One prayed. And that was Jesus. So you won't be asked to pray tonight. (laughs) You won't be embarrassed. You won't be afraid of the crowd. At this prayer meeting, there's only Jesus. And Jesus arranged this prayer meeting because of three men. And also, he wanted to pray himself. He liked to pray. And you know, when you talk to God, He likes to hear you, He's the God. Who likes conversation? There are people who can go out all day and not say a word to anybody. But when you know there's a living God who is amongst us, he likes to hear you talking. No matter what it is. He has one addiction. He likes to hear people. And we're going to read about this prayer meeting here in Luke chapter 9. Have you got your Bible with you? It's quite a good reading. But it's all about our lovely Jesus. And it came to pass, verse 28, about the eighth day after these sins, He took Peter and John and James and went up into a mountain to pray. This was a one-off prayer meeting. It wasn't to be repeated. It was unique in that Jesus had arranged it all. But Jesus had a divine purpose in this prayer meeting. And even so tonight, we're not here to go out empty-handed. There's plenty of food on the table. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. There's a lovely voice to hear. No, oh, he just loves to hear your voice. Do you know why? He loved you. Amen. Hallelujah. How many love God? Put up your hand Amen. and shame oh, yeah. the devil. Hallelujah. All right. All right. Do you know that brings a blessing down Amen. on you? I can see old Satan who tries to keep us away from the prayer meeting. But tonight, we're here by divine purpose, by divine instruction under the predetermined ordinance of God. He's put us here. And here I am. Oh, hallelujah. I love this Jesus. I love this Lord. And Jesus, we read, took Peter, James, and John and went up into a mountain to pray. But do you know why I went? These were three men, three fishermen. And he had told them, You will be fishers of men. Hallelujah. But you know what he had to do? He had to take them to that place that would be put into them the strength and the anointing and the power to become fishers of men. And he knew them so well. And here's what we read. And as he prayed, the countenance of his face was altered, and his raiment was white as glistening. Matthew says his face did shine like the sun. <laughs> this was a transfiguration of our blessed Lord. And what a lovely way to see him. his face as red as the sun. His garments white and glistening like snow, and there's snow there and the light shines upon it. And he looks so wonderful. The Christ whom his own people didn't want. This was an occasion when God arranged this one-off prayer meeting to show forth the Christ in all his glory and his power. And behold... There were two men appearing unto Jesus Moses and Elijah. And Jesus began to talk to them about his decease. Wonder why it took Moses in this vision to talk to him. After all, Moses was a mighty man of God. He saw a burning bush. And he heard those words, I am the Almighty. But now there was one (laughs) who was greater than that burning bush. He shone with the glory of God. The thing, the glory that was demonstrated in Moses' life through the wilderness. In the tabernacle, you remember, the glory of God rested upon it. But the day had come when the glory was seen on a man called Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Isn't he a wonderful Lord? He was God manifested in the flesh. He was God and man. Two distinct natures. But he was one person. Oh, hallelujah. I always believed that in Christ we see the personification of the love of God. The love of God was in him. Then that love was the Almighty. Oh, hallelujah. When we start loving God, the radiance of his love just shines back in us. We realize indeed there's a, there's a fragrance of his power. Oh, yeah. We see, feel the mantle of his glory just coming ever so near to us. Even Psalm, or Paul and the epistles spoke of the glory of God as in the church and in Christ. Yeah. Isn't that a funny order to put it? The church And then Christ. In other words, he saw the the church and the Christ sharing the same glory. Oh, hallelujah. He's not a selfish God. He hasn't got all that power in him. Hidden by the flesh. Just a liar. But as he prayed, as he prayed, oh my God. From within him came the glory of God hallelujah. that was shown in his countenance. And the cloud came down, hallelujah. came down upon the disciples. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Oh, I like that. The shining of glory was shown forth, resting upon the people of God. Amen. Can you believe it? Can you believe tonight that there's such a thing as the gospel of the glory of God? Amen. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. It's a history right from the beginning. There was always the glory of God. When Adam and Eve walked before the fall, they had a covering. They lost that covering when they lost the glory. That is when nakedness came out. That is when men were seen in their nakedness and Adam and Eve just hid because they were naked. They had lost the glorious covering of their blessed God. But oh, tonight I've good news for you. Our blessed Lord has it the glory of God. Our blessed God has gone out of the way that he may show forth his glory and his power in us. But what happened? Peter and them were heavy with sleep. A couple of sleepy (laughs) persons in the middle. They were heavy in sleep And they didn't for a time see what was going on. But Peter, he knew, he heard there was Peter, there was Moses there. He heard that there was Elijah there. And the whole thing went on. And then when it came to the end, what do you think happened? Moses said, let's make three places, tabernacles. Lord, just let us, one for you. One for Moses, one for Elijah. And you know, he said, he said the wrong thing. He, he, he was so nervous. He was stricken back with the glory of God. Out of him comes these words. What has he done? He's made Jesus become one of three persons. Doesn't it make you think? Doesn't it make you come to your mind? I know even so, in history, I want to tell you, they come to us and they say, put on our spikes, your spikes you'll see three persons. <laughs> but you know, for a long time, I was deaf to the truth of the revelation of Christ, God in Christ. you know, I was blind. I was blind. Peter, he talks about Christians being blind and they're short sighted, they can't see. We come to meetings and we're worried about somebody going in with a bad arm or a bad leg or a bad hair or suffering from this disease or other words, but the most important thing we've got to realise that you can be blind in the meeting. You've got to realise you've got a stiff leg that won't move for you to serve God. You're deaf. You don't hear that lovely, still, small voice that you should say. But oh, I thank God. I was dead in sin. <laughs> I couldn't see the Christ. I couldn't understand him. Prayer was just saying what I should say and I could say and somebody had taught me to pray. But here, someday, I saw the light. Hallelujah. I saw the light. Glory be to God. And I know you're here tonight because you have seen the Lord and trusted in him. But you know what happened? A cloud came down. And out of the cloud came a voice. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. (laughs) <laughs> hallelujah. but you know that the God said that one time before he said this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased he said it at Jesus baptism <laughs> but this time he said this is my beloved son hear him hear him he made Jesus to be the voice of God Amen. oh hallelujah Made him to be the ultimate voice. Amen. Made him to be the word of God, Amen. as it were. I believe that he was the word. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I believe the word became flesh. Amen. Here's what John says. It's marvelous what John says, speaking of his his understanding of this great interview in which he was, and that mount of transfiguration. And he says, "And the word was made flesh, and we dwelt and dwelt amongst us. and in brackets he put, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father. He confesses here that he was there, that he saw the glory. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> he was one of the three. And this became a great witness to the church in the early days. It wasn't just somebody stating, oh, I believe it happened. Somebody who could personally testify that they saw the glory of God. And I want you tonight to take a fresh look at this wonderful Christ of glory. And also, let's look at Peter. He was there. Second Pe- Peter, if you like to read it. And it's wonderful. For he received from God the Father honour and glory, where there came a voice to him from excellent glory. This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well Please. And it says elsewhere, hear him. hear him. Hear him. And this voice which came from heaven, we heard when we were with him in the Holy Mount, confessing that he was there. But you notice, friends, there was Peter, James, and John were on the Holy Mount. But you know, neither John nor Peter wrote about it. It was Matthew and Luke who wrote about it. Mm -hmm. Matthew, Mark, and Luke wrote about it. None of them were there, but James was there. The sad thing is, after the resurrection, James didn't get the opportunity to witness. He was killed. John never recorded that he lost his brother. John never tells of his brother being executed by Herod or whoever it was. But there, James. One of the fishermen was killed. But you know, friends, no matter what happens, the work of God has to go on. There may be a few thorns in your wheat bush, but you like the roses, don't you? <laughs> and you love the perfume. And you you, you indeed put up. Even Paul said, didn't he say you have a thorn in the flesh? But he kept on working for God. You see, the, the plan of God is greater than the church. But thank God we as the church are greater than the powers of evil that has afflicted us. No matter our difficulties, no matter we stand against those that lose faith in God and our hearts grow hard through the troubles of life, and their hearts are hard like wax. we keep talking to Jesus don't we? we keep remembering there was a time his glory was manifested and might. Hormon, I, I, I believe that was the mountain because it means the mountain, <laughs> the name of it, it means the mountain. But the thing is this, this revelation was given before the resurrection, before the crucifixion, and Jesus was there, finding strength to you, talking to you. Elijah and Moses. What a difference. Moses, the law and the prophets. They became only the schoolmaster as we come to Christ. The prophets, they give forth the word of God. But here was one who was the word of God. Oh, I difference. I Do you believe it? it? Believe he it. was a word. Amen. Amen. And the glory of God rested in him. And We know there was a time he prayed to the Father. Father, show unto me, give unto me the glory that I had had with you before the world was. And in this chapter we see, He got a taste of that glory. He got a taste of the presence and the power of his heavenly Father. Let's read on. Let's look at, look. You see, the funny thing about it is that each of these three occasions when it was written about that occasion on the mount, each man gives the slightly we difference. And that slightly we difference. And I would like tonight uh, just to point out, just to, I'm taking up the time Just to point out some of those words. For example, Matthew says that his face did shine as the sun. Another one said, This is my beloved son, hear him. And you find those little differences between each of them. But they all speak and try to put forth a vision of Christ that was to help them before the crucifixion. And friends, we have to go to the crucifixion to see the glory of God. For I want to point out two things happened. Christ was our substitute but he bore sin. He was made to be sin. He could say the father is greater than I because he was made a little lower than the angels. He was limited in one sense. He had death on him. He was manifested as a baby, what a helpless state to be put in. He walked among men. He got tired and he got weary. He suffered all that. But, oh, friends, the wonderful thing is, when he died, he paid a price that we might get his glory and his power. But you know this, he was not only a substitute for our sins, the debt was paid was paid for us, but also the moment he died, the curse and weakness that he was made made to endure, the resurrection power came in. Oh, hallelujah. The glory of God was manifested in his life. And when he lay in that tomb, he had to lie for three days because he fulfilled the scripture. That was the reason why he lay three days. And do you notice? In all the scriptures that spoke about Jesus, they were all brought together in him. Oh, hallelujah. The word became flesh as it were in the sense that the fulfilment of the will of God was fulfilled in him. What a beautiful thing it is. When we think, when he understood that the last thing that was said about him, the scripture that had to be fulfilled, oh, blessed be God, when that happened, he knew the word of God was in him. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Oh, what a Savior. What a glorious Lord we have. But friends, I want to tell you tonight, the glory of God is our inheritance. The glory of God is something that Christ received. And having received that glory, he wants to share it with us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we know when he, when he comes, Hallelujah. we'll get our first full portion. But you know what he did? He opened, he determined one day, one day, when we could receive one day in your life, one minute, he was doing a plan for Peter, James, and John to make them strong, to make them mighty, to gain the glance of his glory, to find power and witness as Peter does in Second Peter. But oh, blessed be his name. He's thinking of you and I Amen. as individuals. Amen. And he prepared a room he prepared a room, that was called the upper room, teaching us that there's a place where we can receive what happened in that upper room. Yeah. Oh, hallelujah. Yeah. You know, you can stand and worship, but we're told to worship God in spirit and in truth. In spirit? Amen. You're not just saying some nice words but you're in the Spirit. Amen. Do you know, friends, it's so easy, we say it's so easy, to, to be translated from death onto life through the, the, the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. But I want to tell you, it's so easy to be filled with the Holy Ghost. It's our inheritance. It's ours. Amen. May I say tonight, you can go into a lovely shore and get yourself you're naked but you get that lovely shower and you get so clean you feel, you feel aches and pains begin to go <laughs> but the shower I'm talking about tonight yes. is more than a shower it's a, it's a presence, it's a power yes. it's nice. John the Baptist says he shall come and baptise you with the Holy Ghost. Jesus comes to us. He said it to me. I'm going to baptise you with the Holy Ghost. And I believed him. I believed him. He didn't, he, did, he doesn't, God isn't, he, Jesus wasn't that type of person who went about saying, oh, you must do that, you must do that, you must Come and do that. He just says to them, follow me. <laughs> That's what he said to the disciples. Follow me. Amen. And they followed him. They left the all and followed him. Right. They didn't do some great thing. Lord, if I did this, and you'd help me with my business, and I'd serve you and give what I help to you. He just said, follow me. And you know what he says to us? Follow me. <laughs> into the upper room. Follow me into the upper room. And at the close of this little meeting, there's so many deep waters here I'm sure you've searched for many, many times. May they say, we can all stand tonight. Let's stand and worship. Everyone's stand. Everyone's that. We've heard about the room <laughs> on Martin. But we're hearing tonight and we're yes. conscious of one. Amen. And he says I'm the Amen. baptizer of the Holy Lord. Glory. Yes. He saying I'm the burning burst. <laughs> he saying I am the pillar yes. of fire by night. Yes. Hallelujah. Glory. No, indeed, John the Baptist saw it. He Glory. saw a pillar of fire. Amen. When he comes into our lives, Lord Jesus, he saturates us. He saturates us. He changes us inside. Jesus, Lord. He gives us a new man. Yes, a new man—not just a new way of living for God, but a new man, Amen. Christ in you. Amen. Oh God in the flesh, as it were. Hallelujah. Oh hallelujah! You've got to realize it. Yes, Lord. When God, when Christ comes in, he brings love. You don't need to be told, you don't need to be told holy. You don't want to do the filthy things that people do because you're born again. And thank God as you go along, you begin to realize that Christ can fill us. Oh, Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. He came on the day of Pentecost and there was clothing and tongues Amen. upon all yes. of them. Do you know what happened? They became clothed oh. tongues. Hallelujah. Yeah. They began to speak forth in yes. tongues. They began to have a language yeah. that, they, that they would speak. They didn't yes. lose their self-control. God forbid it, we don't have to lose our self-control. But oh, blessed be God, we begin to speak and we become shown forth the wonderful, glorious oh, p- presence oh, and power and the ability... Yeah. To sing in the Lord. I talked to a lady all week, and he told she told me that when she was filled with the Holy Ghost, she began to sing in tongues. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't that lovely? Began to sing (laughs) and praise God. And then indeed, friends, when we think that there's angels, that we can talk in the tongues of men (laughs) and of angels. Oh, hallelujah, they know what we're saying, yeah. glory to God. I heard occasions of a girl, she was a yeah. brethren girl, and they came into our meeting, and oh, she came in with her boyfriend, and he, he was trying to win her over, you know, and yet she was worried if she comes to this Pentecostal meeting, what would she think? She would a wee bone in the back of her head, you know that. <laughs> And she came into the meeting and suddenly began to speak in tongues. And you know, what's going to happen? (laughs) But you know what happened? She knew the language. (laughs) Her father was a missionary. She was out in the mission field with her father. And that was the language they spoke. Oh, doesn't it show you? It's miraculous our God is a God of the supernatural Amen. God can't help being supernatural Amen. God can't help giving yes. signs and wonders yes. of his mighty power you, and he gives us the thing. oh I thank God for filling me with the Holy Ghost and when he filled me the devil got out <laughs> there was no room for him God bless me to overflow. Let's worship Him. Close this meeting in worship. Lift up our hands. Oh, do you know this? The people that stretched forth their hands. They were the people. The people that stretched forth their hands. cried on the Lord. Jesus saw the outstretched hands and he healed them. We stretch out our hands in worship. Oh, hallelujah! We stretch out our hands. Oh, in adoration! We stretch out our hands for all the demons in hell to see that we're on the Lord's side. Hallelujah. No wonder we can't help going on. Hallelujah! Oh, James was stricken down. But you know what happened? Glory to God. When he was stricken down, it suddenly dawned on them because Peter was taken. Peter was put into the innermost prison. The death chamber. He was there. But something happened. Somebody began to use a mighty weapon. Began to pray. And they prayed with unceasing name. Yeah. Oh, I could hear the tongues going. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. Yes. I could hear the anointed yes. prayers. Yes. Oh, Lord, Glory. deliver Peter. Glory. They didn't want him to die, Jesus. he was a pillar in the church. Amen. He was there on Mount home. But as they prayed, God saw their desire. He saw their faith in the supernatural. (laughs) And he sent an angel. And the angel just took Peter out of the prison and brought him back into the church. Oh, hallelujah. Maybe there's something in prison in your life. You won't let go let God. You won't believe God for the best that you can get. Do you know that? that oh, I'm having time. <laughs> praise God! Let's praise the Lord. Praise Hallelujah! The Lord. Praise Him. Hallelujah! Praise Hallelujah. Hallelujah! Oh, let's praise Him. Every hand up! Oh, they're all of one accord.